At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey there, buddy. Don't forget, there's plenty of Last Podcast Network merch available over on lastpodcastmerch.com. We got shirts for all of your favorite shows like... Wizard of the Bruiser and Page 7 and No Dogs in Space and of course plenty of stuff for Last Podcast on the left. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com Thank you. Coming down the aisle It's time to farm. It's out of here! It's a miracle! The impossible has happened! Hawkins gonna win the football game! And Dawes might win the He has broken it! Go crazy, folks! Go crazy! Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kisselier hanging out with Katie Dirks. And Carson is with us as well. How you doing, Katie? I'm good. He might make some noise while we're here. Single mom in it over here for a minute. Being a hero <laughs> is what that's called. James is on the road. You might hear Carson <laughs> giggling, burping, farting. I don't know what babies do either All of way. The above. All of the above. So Katie and I, we're just going to do a little 30 minutes here for you this week. We're going to talk a little bit about AEW's blood and guts. And then next week on Tuesday, I think we're going to release a little bit earlier. We'll talk about WWE Backlash, which will be on May 16th. I'm excited for Backlash because the main event is Strowman, McIntyre, and Lashley. Dare I say we made it happen when we talked to Bobby Lashley. I don't want to beat this dead horse, but all no. I'm saying is if, uh, you know, you come on, you get the matches, you get the dream matches, you get the dream matches. And Carson, as you just heard, is very excited for that dream match. But before we get to blood and guts and we got some plays of the week and we got a little bit of a match from the past, I got to make a correction. I can't tell these rich white YouTubers apart. Logan Paul is the jackass fighting Mayweather. Jake Paul is the jackass that knocked out Ben Askren. I, I don't. So Jake Paul is the guy who has the two. Profe- are they even professional boxing fights? I think it's all amateur. I don't know. But but Logan Paul is the one fighting Mayweather. And I, I confused that last week. And, and I don't understand. I don't I mean, I understand why it's happening because there's so much money on the line. But my God, I, I'm just so I'm sorry that I got that wrong. I just couldn't tell the two different sides of the same douchebag coin apart. I mean, look, I mean, you said it. They're both douchebags. So, yeah. I mean, that's the angle. I don't think that we're I mean, really that's the heel. They're both heels. Like, whatever. Heels. I don't really know enough about it to tell them apart. And I know that we probably sound very out of touch right now. I, and I apologize know. for that. But, you know, it is what it is. Go get your 50 million dollars. One of you two. One of you, Paul's. Well, anyway, Jake Paul has been banned from ringside of the fight with his brother, what? Logan Paul what? versus Mayweather. This is a wrestling story. It what is a wrestling story. However, unlike wrestling, no punches were pulled. Did you see what happened? I know I'm just talking about yes. this because it is adjacent to sports. And OK, so we're doing it. Jake Paul, he tried to steal Mayweather's hat. And I'm just going to tell you this. You steal anything from Mayweather. It doesn't matter that he's a millionaire literally probably 300 times over. He wants that freaking hat because, you know, boxers, they're focused. And he was focused on getting that hat back. So Jake Paul, he says, got your hat. So he- dumb. this is a WWE storyline. Like, this is the dumbest 
It's so dumb. See, this is, but this is why, this is, but I'm going to push back on you a little bit though. If it was a WWE storyline, oh, that's kind of cute. Okay, fun. Not with Jake Paul in it or Logan Paul. Because there's not $50 million on the line. Jake Paul, then after he took Mayweather's hat, he's like, got your hat because he's like a toddler. And then the security for Mayweather beat the living hell out of him, chipped his tooth and gave him a black eye. So that was kind of fun. At least we got to see one of the Paul brothers get beat up. Even if it didn't happen between the ropes, it happened by security, which is kind of fun. It's such a heel, basic heel story. He is playing the he's playing. Jake Paul or Logan Paul, whichever one is it. Even Carson knows. Even I know Carson is livid. He's I write about it. I know. Uh, It's like he's a schoolyard bully, but he's picking on like the cool guy. Like it's just and the bully fucking dumb. As we learned from any movie. I don't know why I'm so mad about this. I'm sorry. Because it is extremely obnoxious. He's in his super annoying dude. Again, Carson is freaking out. He's screaming a bunch of baby slurs at him. Uh, I heard that that was technically a baby curse word. We can't hear it because we aged out of it. But uh, Carson, for the babies that are listening at home, they were just like, holy hell. Someone put a mature rating on this podcast because Carson is going off on Jake Paul. And rightfully so. But I will say this when it comes to the Paul brothers, they are the reason why you don't like Matt Riddle. Matt yes. Riddle is no, playing no. that character. I That's why I like Matt Riddle, because Matt Riddle says, oh, look at the Paul brothers. Look what douchebags they are. I am not that douchebag. I could pretend to be that douchebag. Of course, is Riddle a heel? Is he not a heel? I think he's so lovable. It's ridiculous. But that is why you don't like him. Because the Paul brothers well, have ruined the fu- like you used to be able to split the difference between kind of being a fun. Every group of friends has that one friend who is also kind of a douche. That's Matt Riddle. That's Matt Riddle. But they're also fun to be around and they don't mean any harm. Well, the Paul brothers, I think, do not have a good heart. I don't think that they want to have no. fun. I don't think they want to just like make the world a little bit more broy. Matt Riddle yeah, it's dumb. Maybe I don't want to go do the Jaeger shot off of the exotic dancer's tushy. Maybe I do. Either way, it's fun. So I think Riddle represents all the good that can come from Brodom. And Paul Brothers, Brodom. the Prawl Brothers, represent all bad that comes from Brodom. This, and I'm not okay, sure if Brodom so is a word. It does rhyme with scrotum, so I'm going with it. You know what? I like it, and I can because I I see it. I know exactly what you're talking Scrotum about. Scrotum or Brodum? There's the good uh, both actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's the good and evil side of Brodum. Yes, because so the I, good I, I the good it. side is we had a great freaking weekend in Cancun. The bad side is you got married to him. Yes. That's it. Yeah. So yeah. when I watch the Paul brothers, I just look at them and I say, "You're ruining it." For all the good bros out there, the Matt Riddles of the world who just want to go, they want to have ski patrol, they want to be like, whoa, can you believe that we skied on our bare feet? And they want to do fun stuff like that. And they want to do extreme sports that I find to be so much more exhausting than not doing them. So I don't do that. Uh, But like, that's (laughs) what they do. So I just, you know, Logan Paul, not Jake Paul, Logan Paul will be fighting Mayweather and it's going to be in June. People are excited about it. Will it be a good fight? No. But will Logan Paul get knocked out? Most likely. And will that kind of be a macro punch that the entire world would like to give to douche bros everywhere? Yes. He's taking one for the team. Is that what you're saying? That's the whole. That's what any. The whole point of Jake and Logan Paul is for them to get their asses kicked. Right. Like, I mean, Karate Kid rules. Karate by all 1980s action movie rules and standards. I just watched Roadhouse last night. By Roadhouse standards, they must lose. And that's what was so aggravating about the Ben Askren fight, whatever the hell that was, kerfuffle. Yeah. Because when Jake Paul won, that's not how the story is supposed to end. No. Which is why pro wrestling is by nature a more entertaining and better sport because they tend to try to give the, well, no, they don't really give the audience what they want, but they can. And in this case, it did not happen. Yeah. So, well, I just wonder what this says about boxing, because there has been a lot dead. of theatrics. 
there's like a lot of there's a lot of theatrics going on around a sport that's so traditional and so protective of itself. So I wonder and again, I don't know a lot about boxing. I'm not into the boxing world. Uh, I am kind of like from my point of view, I do wonder uh, about blurring the lines here. What the traditionalists say about this uh, event, judging by the ringside report that I read, they're not happy. But everyone also yeah. concedes that it's a charade. It's a charade, but they also all concede that no one's watching boxing. So they're like, well, maybe this will get people into it. But like Max Kellerman doesn't like it. No one likes it. It's a freaking sideshow. It's a total embarrassment. It is the inverse of what happens when Jay Leno goes and wrestles in WCW, where, yes, we know it's a work, but it's also like Jay Leno just got one over on Hulk Hogan. What is happening? It just shuts off the brain and readjusts the entire world in a way. It pushes all rational thought off its access and it makes you insane. And that's what happened when Ben Askren got knocked out by Jake Paul. And that's why Mayweather and Logan Paul got so much more money because anyone will pay any amount of money to just watch one of the Paul brothers get knocked out. But dare I say Jake Paul, he just got knocked out for free. So do we even need to have this fight happen? What if Mayweather just breaks into his house and beats the shit out of him? I mean, yes, please. Can we just do that? I would rather see a home invasion. A home invasion angle uh, just on like that security camera show. Security camera. (laughs) Mayweather's crew just breaks into Logan Paul's house and beats the living shit out of him. That would be so much more fun than boxing. Can we get a kidnap for hire tale? Maybe that would be if Logan Paul. I don't even care if he sets it up as long as he really gets hurt. Gets a damn. I mean, get honestly, the kid. Damn. People need. Katie, I was You're wishing ill will. I'm not wishing ill will. No, <laughs> I, I am not. I I am or not. Just a per- facing the fact. I was He's bullied. Get his ass kicked. I was bullied. And then sometimes you might bully as well. But everyone needs to have those human interactions growing up where it's like, oh, I pushed the line too far here. And people got mad at me and they reacted in an angry way. But these privileged little Paul brothers who tried to claim that like they came from working class roots, which they did not at all. These guys were born in the dugout after already hitting a home run. Like they were done. They didn't have to do any work. They didn't even have to run to home base. People just need to see them be, you know, get their ass kicked. But it's just old school. This is nothing. This is eighth grade all over again. The bully's got to lose. That, you're right. It's, this is eighth grade. And that's what the hat stealing was. It was eighth grade. This yeah. is eighth grade storytelling. It really was WWE theatrics. So anyway, uh, last week's episode, I said it was Jake Paul fighting Mayweather. It is Logan Paul. You know what we mean. I just assume. You guys know what we're talking about. (laughs) But Logan, the douche, Paul, he's like 0-1 in boxing. All I know is Mayweather, the only matches that I've seen of his, I had such high expectation. And it was met with such low, low entertainment value. Like Pacquiao Mayweather was one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. And I kept on trying to tell my friends like, oh, it's a six round. It's going to start picking up. It's going to get better. It never got better. It got so, oh, it was such an embarrassment for boxing. So, hey, I guess Logan Paul versus Mayweather is just a lateral move. The side story that I have from that fight is that we watched it at Quite possibly the worst party I've ever been to in my entire life. Whoa, <laughs> why? Everyone, like, it was just like, we, we, A, we shouldn't have gone to this party because no one, we didn't like one person there. And then when we got into the Uber home, all we did was talk shit about every single person that was How'd there. How'd you even get invited? <laughs> to the point where even the Uber driver was like, well, I'm glad I didn't go to that party. <laughs> what what would no dip what happened why i mean honestly i have to know because i i like to have little shindigs and get togethers and i i it can't be i can't have bad reports we had spent too much time with everyone in that room for too many years and it was it, we are we talking gone. snubbery snobbery perhaps it, it just like you know people too well and you're just like oh you again ah yes <laughs> i understand completely <laughs> on top of a bad fight oh And even the undercards all sucked anyway. So yeah, boxing is like, give me anything. Logan Paul versus Mayweather. Maybe this will be a little bit of blood 
to drip down into the hole that will feed me some kind of life. I think that's a premise from the movie Blade. I don't know. Okay. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Anyway, let's talk a little bit about a serious story here. It's a little true crimey for our true crime fans out there. I'm sure people know this, but uh, earmuffs, Carson, Alberto Del Rio, he was a WWE champion. He dated Paige for a while. Of course, Paige, if you haven't seen the movie Fighting With My Family, unironically, I like cried at parts. It's a great movie. I watched it on a plane. It's really good. It's a good plane movie. It's a great plane movie. It's a great plane movie. And for some reason, there must be something with altitude and tears. Because I am more sensitive study. on planes. There is a study. There is a study about why people people uh, cry more easily on planes. Because really? Of, there's something with the atmosphere and the like the low level stress that you deal with, uh, or in some cases high level stress that you deal with flying. I, I did a study with that's this one, amazing. Jim it's very true. It's absolute scientific research has been done on this. That actually, thank you, Jim Jeffries. Thank you, Jim Jeffries Show. And thank you, producer of Jim Jeffries Show, Katie Dirks. That makes so much sense because I swear to God, I watched uh, the Mr. Rogers documentary on a plane and it was. Well, that's got to be a tearjerker to begin with. To begin with. That's what I'm saying. So I was like ugly crying like I was uh, like a uh, unfortunate employee on Undercover Boss who was just given something I should have already, which is the ability for a college education. Like I was like ugly crying on the plane and I was like, I don't know if I can. What a beautiful, sad, ugly, beautiful world. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened when I watched fighting with my family as well. So check that movie man out. Tears. It was man tears and they're bigger and they're louder because they're, they're <laughs> in there and growing right now. Cause maybe it's a stereotype, but I just feel like sometimes Gotta boys don't out. cry as much. We don't let, Gotta it, let out. it out. Gotta let it out. If, and if fighting with my family, will do it on a plane. Then by all means, Get yeah. it out however you need to. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's one nice thing. Uh, as we go to Grundy County, I'll have to be wearing a mask, which will cover up half of the tears as they drip down my face. Nonetheless, Alberto Del Rio is a total scumbag. True, complete, and utter piece of shit. He married Paige or dated Paige. Physically violent. The stories that she tells, we don't have to get into it, but you can Google it. Uh, read the harrowing tale that Paige tells about dating Alberto Del Rio. He used to keep her in a room where then he would just, I mean, it's graphic. He would just beat the shit out of her, keep her in a room. Everything that you could imagine to be a manipulative, disgusting, absolute horrible piece of shit. He was also, Alberto Del Rio was also arrested for kidnapping and sexual assault, but his trial has now been postponed. And why are we talking about this on a wrestling podcast? Because evidently he has a match coming up with Andrade. And I didn't know this was happening. This is going to be at Nation Lucha Libre on July 31st. Andrade, of course, isn't he still married to Charlotte? They're engaged. Sorry. They're They're engaged. engaged. If you're Andrade, why on earth would you want to have a match with Roberto Del Rio, who all disgusting life events aside, I mean, he's still, he's he's not young. He's not in his prime or anything. I just don't understand how this would be a, a good decision for Andrade coming off the WWE. Now he didn't get the push that he wanted. Maybe if he would have stuck around, he could have, but if you want to go to like AEW or even impact, I don't know. What do you think, Katie? I just feel like if I'm Andrade, I'd be like, I'm good on that guy. Wrestling isn't boxing. It isn't amateur wrestling. Obviously it's not fighting. It's not UFC. 
you do have to put these guys over. So theoretically, if Andrade is in a match with Del Rio, he's going to have to like give the guy some offense and like let the guy not look horrible. I just don't know if Andrade needs to take this match. One of the things that has come out of Andrade leaving is that he did cut a pretty great promo to Kenny Omega, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Like, oh, like, are we going to continue the story of Kenny Omega, the belt collector from collecting belts from different promotions, like doing all of that? But this Andrade thing with him or with uh, Alberto Del Rio with him, I, I, I'm uncomfortable with it. I, I, I mean, but wrestling notorious, <laughs> even Carson knows. He's just. <laughs> Thank you, Carson, for breaking the tension. Was that a, was he farting or breathing? No, he, he goes. I can't do because I'm laughing. He goes. Oh, that's cute. Anyway. Uh, He knows. He knows. All right. Either way. So Andrade, if you're listening, say screw this guy. No need to put him over. Uh, He goes by the name El Patron. Alberto Del Rio goes by the name El Patron in in some different wrestling promotions uh, as well. So it's El Patron uh, taking on uh, Andrade. I just don't think that uh, the match needs to happen. And Andrade, you're too good for this. Um, Again, it's uncomfortable. And you bring up a great point. Like you have to put over someone that has. You have to. Like that's not. I mean, the lines of unwrestling are already blurred enough. Right. That is this really a good idea career-wise, being so closely tied to a legacy family? Yeah. And, you know, when we talk about, you know, obviously wrestling had a bit of um, some new awareness when it comes to perhaps some of the double standards that female wrestlers and male wrestlers uh, were having to deal with. So they addressed those issues. And uh, if you're Paige, you have to look at this and be like, Really? You're still working with this dude. Now, Paige is doing her own thing. She hasn't commented or anything. But I, it's just a shitty message, I think, that it sends. Because Del Rio, it is possible he looks at life in prison. Uh, he has an aggravating kidnapping conviction. It carries a punishment as a severest life in prison. And the sexual assault count carries a minimum of two years in prison for each count. And I believe he has nine of them. Yeah, it's not like this is a misdemeanor where he, like, stole a couple bucks or ran a stop sign. Like these are legitimate allegations. These are felonies. It's pretty crazy. And then the woman, apparently she apologized to the family of El Patron for the accusations. But then she's like, I didn't know it was going to be so serious. But then the whole thing is so freaking confusing and strange. And you just get the feeling like that this man, he needs to take care of his business and he needs Obviously, some self-improvement. And I don't know if rewarding him with a match with Andrade is is really the way to go. Because, again, I don't know the situation in all of the cases. But if you listen to what Paige had to say, I think it's safe to say that Alberto Del Rio does not uh, need to be in a wrestling ring anytime soon. Specifically going against someone like Andrade, who I think has, you know, he's got a bright freaking future. I mean, I don't know, like, does Alberto Del Rio come from a super strong wrestling family or something? Like, does he have a bunch of power that that I don't know about? Not that it would even matter. I mean, they both come from wrestling families. So they like, so I don't know. And like Lucha style? Yeah. So it's, so it's. They're both legacies. Is it safe to say that the fandom around Lucha wrestling is the most intense in wrestling? It's, I mean, I would put it, it's absolutely, it's an arguable point. Yes, for sure. Okay. So Alberto Del Rio in this world does hold a lot of power. Yes. Okay. So that's, uh, I suppose that's why he's been able to, There's to just a do lot the to things he's been his, doing. A lot yeah. to unpack. Anyway, yeah. the main crux that we will talk about, as we just did, is Andrade. I, I just don't think there's a reason for him to make a splash post WWE in this way. There's so many other people uh, for him to wrestle that people would love to watch. So just um, whatever. I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but any hoot, I would have a hard time uh, doing improv with somebody like that. Well, let's talk before we get to our little segments. Let's talk about blood and guts. AEW dynamite did freaking fantastic. The show drew 1.9 million viewers with a rating of 0.42 in the key demo, which is good by today's wrestling standards. It's not the attitude era. It's not the late nineties, but Hey, not bad. 
it's impressive. It's impressive for yeah, it's impressive for a company that uh, WWE tried to tank from the get go for sure. Absolutely, they took the number one spot for the key demographic of eighteen to forty nine year olds. So it's all working out right now for AEW and the Khan family in general. If you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, there's a lot of upside. A lot of people are excited for what the Jags have coming up in the future with their quarterbacks, with their Trevor Lawrences. They got a great wide receiver. They got themselves an offensive lineman. So the Khan family, anything they touch, perhaps it turns to blood and guts for our amusement. It'll turn to gold for them. So AEW's blood and guts. What did you think, Katie? Obviously, it was uh, it was solid. Okay, a few things. I had a few okay. thoughts. Okay. I really liked the story in this match. I loved the story, and I'm gonna lean into story. Okay. Because as far as a match goes, like match, like move for move, I thought it was very sloppy. You don't like blood. I don't like blood, but I get it. I like it's fine. And I, there was elements of it that I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't have a problem with the blood because you knew that going in. Right. Uh, my problem was is that there was just it just seemed like I don't know the story was better than the match, which sure. I mean you can take that for whatever it's worth. But uh, as far as like the moves themselves, like the technical side of this match wasn't very good. It was very sloppy in my opinion, which is inconsistent. Yeah, you know it's funny. I I see what you're saying while watching that now. I, you know, for me, it gave it kind of an air of reality. Is that okay to say? You know how, like, an Eddie Kingston match, which I have been really loving watching him work. I really want him to get new gear. I'm still in the gear. I, I like gear. all of it. Put him it's in, ugly. Put him in, it's it, horrible. It's what do you not, want him to be in, Katie? He's not really a god bod. He's a dad no, bod. That's what dad bods wear. Love dad bods, and I'm here for dad bods, and I love Eddie Kingston. I love him with all of my heart. I just I want a little punch up on the gear, like I don't know something else. I don't know. I think it makes not him the onesie. Look, the onesie's uncomfortable. It's, it's spanks. It's don't. It's spanks. You don't. It have to keep it all contained. You no. wouldn't understand. You're a woman. You wouldn't understand. I spanks. wouldn't understand. Like spanks. no, you wouldn't understand what the boys have to go through as I wrap myself like a mummy before I put my Johnny Cash shirt on, just so people Look, don't comment on my boobs. I just all I'm saying is that he just punch up the gear and he's a ten. I mean, he's already a ten in my heart, but. Just punch the gear up and we're good. His matches sometimes look to me like it is sloppy, but it's not sloppy. No. It's on purpose. Everything, I there's something about not being, I guess I'm also sort of kind of being reactionary towards the WWE product, which again, mm-hmm. you have some fantastic in-ring talent, but it is too smooth. It's too good. It's, it's too polished. It's too mm-hmm. pretty. I didn't mind that there appeared to be some botches and the improv. It didn't. Yeah, maybe they weren't necessarily on 100% the same page. I also love blood. Um, I felt like it gave it kind of a legitimacy because it was a little rough. It was a little tumble. And of course, the young bucks coming out dressed like Florida lawyers. I thought that was great. I I don't know. Heels. Like I said, the story in this is really fun what would you have preferred to see as far as did you i mean because i thought the way that they attempted to i thought the flow of the match was good i thought Um, the. i mean that's the thing is that i feel like the flow of the match was good i feel like the the moves they did were fine it just was missing uh that it was missing that polish of it felt like an indie match which I guess is yes. fine because that's what they're doing. But the thing about indie matches is that sometimes they're really, really great. And sometimes they're most of the time they're not that great. <laughs> and they do lean on story. AEW did refund a bunch of people who went. I think it was 1500 fans or so who went to go watch the event live because the first half of AEW Dynamite was pre-recorded, And obviously the live component was this match. So this was half of the show. Yeah. It's a tough thing for them to do. It's a long match. Yeah, they couldn't just build the ring in the middle of the show. They had to build of course. the ring. And- of course, we have a, kind of a war games thing happening with the ring. Yeah. So because the match was so long, there were so many moving parts. I feel you, but then I also have so much grace because of all of that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe I just, there's, I just love blood. I just miss it. 
And I'm such a mark. They called it blood and guts. And I'm like, that sounds cool. Like I am still 13 <laughs> and I can't not be like, yeah, it's fun. They're bleeding. That's fun. MJF got some good color on him. That was, he cut deep. MJF and Sammy Guevara. They need to like not die. Sammy Guevara was the star of this match. He was. He has been doing so good, but he got a nasty ass cut on his arm. They're all bruised up. And that's why, you know, you sacrifice a little polish for a boatload of jagged edges. And sometimes a good wrestling match is just full of that. It should just be like a couple of rocks in a tumbler trying to figure out who's going to pulverize the next. And that was kind of the vibe. Do you think that they succeeded? I think, yes. I think uh, I think they mostly succeeded. I wouldn't put this on like their best pay-per-view. It was a good pay-per-view. Or it wasn't even a pay-per-view. It was, it was a dynamite. But I wouldn't put it at the top. I would put it like at the... It was fine. It was good. It was, it was all right. Everyone watched it. It was a good time. Like I said, I think it did more for story than it did for anyone individually. I think it yeah. did more for character story for Jericho, MJF, uh, Guevara, and their uh, respective parties than it did for anyone individually. However, I will say the one note that I had, and I don't think this was, this isn't on MJF or Jericho. This is to no control of their own. Yeah. They were on top of the cage and uh, MJF wins. And he's going to push Jericho. Yep. And there's all this buildup and you know it's coming. And all you want is for this to happen. You want Jericho to go off the top of this cage, right? You're yes. Just, you're waiting for it. And they cut. This is my only note. I'm they with cut you. the camera to the point where you can see Jericho telling like MJ. He's, he's talking to MJF. Yes. Uh, in the match. Yes. And there's like a beat and... There wasn't like it didn't feel like anyone was really selling anything to me. Like it was just kind of this like beat where like everyone knows that this is about to happen. Right. We're all waiting for it. Yes. And then he does it. And there was just something missing in that moment. And I don't know if it's the camera cut or something happened. But like I, like it was there was a beat. There was a beat missing where where I went like, oh, that's not quite it's almost what i wanted well and what about the crash pad i was fine with it. like everyone's like up in arms about the crash pad and like him going through the the steel plate that's clearly uh, clearly plywood. cardboard yeah plywood whatever like, it fine is. whatever look i don't expect for him i don't he's 90 <laughs> i don't expect him to to hit uh steel plate at his age i uh, i completely I'm fine with the crash pad i didn't bother me i completely hear you on the way that they set that up because yeah you're right i'm why Yes, I recall that now. It was jarring, and that has happened a few times in AEW, and it's yeah. happening now a little bit more, I think, as we're sort of trying to marry the cinematic style. How do you do that in real time or make it look real time? I think they're still trying to figure that out. My only complaint was them just showing the crash pad because it does kind of snap you out of it. But as you said as well, I'm not 13. I am 39 and holding. And I was happy that he didn't hit concrete and die. I mean, but I also could have had a little bit more of like a suspension of 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 disbelief if he could have just kind of like, you know, just show him fall and the, don't show the accident, the actual crash. But in Jericho years, he is 90. He is. He is. He's got Jericho miles. Jericho miles. And those are better than your Marb miles. Uh, I think you can <laughs> probably get a Marlboro jacket with Jericho miles. And you'll definitely get a free ticket. <laughs> Jericho points. Jericho points. I love it. New club. Jericho points. What did you think about Miro? I loved it. I thought it was a great big match for him. Miro is starting to come back. Like He's going to come out of his shell. I, he's doing he way is. better than I anticipated. I thought that he was going to be uh, very, uh, I don't know, stiff. More yeah. stiff than he is. I love the character. I love this kind of like Gucci wearing like bad guy kind of like I, I, like I love it. his I love his story yeah it's going good for him yes and he's got to make characters are so good in AEW they're all individually really great well he's got to be a tough character because his wife Lana she's a tough cookie and I learned some secret information about Lana quite interesting Ooh. in college she was obsessed with one of my friend's brothers That's isn't that exciting. nice she was a human being but they were like she really wanted him isn't that a hot well, story 
She's very pretty. She is. And then he was like, no, I don't want to date her. And then apparently she got all mad about that. Well, but anyway, you never know. People live lives, don't they? And it's so weird. But I will say, <laughs> if you're Miro, make sure that you are aware of uh, of all things going on there because it's a little scary. Some of the stories I heard, little oh, scary. All right. <laughs> well, let's, <laughs> I'm like half joking. Um, all right. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, let's move on. So that's blood and guts. Uh, I, Miro is doing great. Yeah, I, anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, it's I a mean, good just, ass I mean, long match. Check it out. Um, the Kenny Omega promo was phenomenal. The Young Bucks. I'm loving heel Young Bucks. I like the Good Brothers. They're such douchebags. They're such They're good douchebags. They're such douchebags. Judging by the cover of their book, they also wrote an erotic wow. novel. Their book makes them look like they're looking at, at their own penises. Okay. But I do love them. And I All love right. the Good Brothers. And you know what I'm going to start doing, Katie? Hmm. One long earring. All right. Would that okay. be cool? Um, if I got I one mean, long, <laughs> look, you, I support you in all of your decisions. <laughs> oh, you're practicing for when your kid's a teenager. I support all of your mom. Weird, I'm thinking uh, crazy one ideas. long. I don't know why Carson sounds like Kermit having a sure. stroke, but mom, I want one long earring. All Do right. you, uh, pre pro that stuff in your head? No. Do you like go like when my kid comes back with a face tattoo? Have you like, do you do that? Have you thought about that yet? I mean, I'm just going to have to do like a, all right, you do you, boo. <laughs> you do you. Well, that's why you do you. You, you right. do you. And I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> that's good. You won't get your child a face tattoo. I, would, I is, wouldn't go with you. No, I'm not going no. to sign off on it. Oh, but what if it's a tattoo of your face on his face? I would, I would advise against that. Yeah. I would absolutely advise against that. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Well, let's do Match from the Past. Katie, you hate this match. And you hate the person that's in it. And I don't I, know why I've become obsessed. Okay, I feel like I was doing really well for a long time about trying to be positive, and I feel like this week, for some reason, I'm very negative. And I don't mean to be negative, but I also hate this match. <laughs> I thought this match was very fun. I just hate the person in it. It's JBL. I know I've been I've been on a JBL kick for like six months. I don't know why. Maybe I'm just craving the early Are you going aughts. through something? I'm going through a lot. Yeah, Jerry is going nuts. He wants to go off to kindergarten. Oh, which boy. is insane because he's a year and a half, which means he's like seven years old in dog years. And yeah, Puffin, time. my little Puff Bear, I think he's blind and deaf. Oh, no. I think you so. You are going through a lot. I think There's Puffin's going blind. Oh, he's no. not blind and deaf. He has selective hearing. And occasionally he doesn't want to well, see what I'm showing. Well, don't we all? Don't we all? I'm bringing him to the vet. Anyway, Puffin will be fine. Um, all right. Well, JBL, his run, I think, was underrated. So I'm going to promote it a little bit more. Gross. This is a match. Would you just? It's a character he's playing. No, uh, it's not. I mean, yeah, well, maybe it is. But also extension of his person. <laughs> well, he, you didn't <laughs> like the acolytes. Did you like the acolytes? No, I don't like anything to do 
with him. Okay. I thought the Acolytes with he and Farouk were fantastic duos. They were a fantastic duo. I just don't like him. Anyway, I like this because... There's going to be a Dark Side of the Ring featuring him at some point. No, there is not. What's the... No, he was just kind of mean to other grown men. All I'm saying is Dark Side of the Ring. (laughs) It is not warranted of a Dark Side... The only complaints are like he said he was being a, he said a mean joke to me, and then maybe he beat somebody up or something. Either, but they was men. That's it was like all the grown tip men. Of the iceberg. That don't even bring up lettuce. Okay, let's play <laughs> JBL versus the Big Show. This is from No Way Out, two thousand and five. It takes place in a cell or in a cage rather, but it has barbed wire on the top which sounds a lot scarier than it is because it's just barbed wire on top of a cage that no one really touches. They don't actually go to the top of the cage. <laughs> no, no, they don't. <laughs> they're but too big. They're, they're too huge. big to get up there. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just saying the match. This is when I watched this week and I thought this was the best match that yeah. I watched this week. Okay. I've been watching a lot of WCW. Okay. So this is JBL versus Big Show and Big Show choke slams JBL off of the top rope through the ring and because it's a cage match, JBL scurries out from under the ring. Therefore, his feet touch first, and he retains the championship. I thought it was creative. It's a good heel move. Let's play the sound. Oh, my. Uh-oh. Look at this. Got a goosel. Big Show's got JBL. JBL's in trouble. Show's It's coming to the largest athlete in the world today. The Big Show is going to win this thing. JBL has not moved. Can't stand up from the top rope to the ring. But the problem is, Big Show's in a dilemma now. What does he do? Can can you pin pin Bradshaw in a mess underneath underneath the ring? Well, there's the the door that's bolted up. Wait a minute. Big Show took the whole damn side of the cage off. He's going to escape over the top, but he doesn't want to do that with the razor wire. All, all Big Show has to do is get out of the cage, and the match is over. And he's going to WrestleMania. He lost a lot of blood, Cole. I mean, look at this. He's, what the hell's he doing here? He's trying to bust him up. Big Show, did he just bust the chain? No, he didn't. Did he? Yes, he did. The Big Show just busted the chain and the lock off the damn door. We're going to have a new champion here. Big Show. It's unlatching the door. I don't believe this. Big talk. Show's gonna walk through the door and go to WrestleMania. He busted the chain. He's going to WrestleMania. Big Show is over the top rope. Bradshaw's stuck in the ring. Big Big Show's out of the ring. Big Show's out of the cage. Big Show is the new WWE champion. Big Show is wow. going to WrestleMania. Can you believe it? The winner of this match and still WWE what? champion John Bradshaw Mayfield. Jimbo, what are you talking about? Now, Lizzie, the real, what the hell are you talking about? Wait a minute. Wait. Where the hell did he come from? I don't, I don't know where anybody. I don't know how. How is JBL still the champion? How is JBL going to WrestleMania? All right, there it was. Match from the past. See, Katie, as you hear it and you say, wow, what a creative way to end that match. I wonder if JBL came up with it. No. Okay. Well, let's do. (laughs) It was a creative way to the end of the match. Did you watch it on Peacock? I did watch it on Peacock. (laughs) Yes. No, I love Peacock. We're talking with Peacock now about, I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Let's move on. Just briefly. Baseball. 
it's the summer pastime. I'm going to go to, hey, are we going to Dodgers games or what? Yeah, let's go. Let's okay. take the baby. I want him to meet a baseball player. Yes. All I'm right. excited to use him as, as ball bait. If Carson that can get us down, sounds that sounds disgusting. Yeah, that, that is ball bait. That's, that, I didn't say take him to the Capitol building. Uh, <laughs> let's go. That's where you're going to find the, okay, you guys got it. Um, do you have to buy him a ticket? Not until he's two. Oh, that's awesome. I think even then it's like kind of a gray area, even in like yeah, but three, what do you? They look two, and no yeah. one really knows what a two year old looks like. So like, it's a it's a gray area. Not for a while. I would actually like be like I need to know I need to know like where you live. If you know like that baby looks about two in two weeks, like I need to know like what's wrong with you because basically yeah. a baby looks the same age to me until they are like maybe I can tell the difference between a four year old compared to like a. 23 year old yeah but then this is massive they all look like babies to me yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i agree with you mm-hmm. even Baseball. i even i can't i don't know how old babies are but yes we should go to a dodger game <laughs> your carson judging by your instagram pictures he looks like he isn't it weird how like he and rupert murdoch look to be the same age yes they're both old old men <laughs> so cute all right well carson seems like he's sleeping wow i think we did a good job of i maybe that's horrible him. for our podcast to be like we put babies to sleep it was touch and go there for a minute guys i was i was muting my mic on and off so i apologize <laughs> no it's this show was just boring enough to so hopefully everyone's babies out there are sleeping now after listening to our show we're rebranding yeah. it don't listen yeah. while driving but listen, if you need your kid to go to sleep, We're it's just noise. that good. Yes, we are. In, in more we really ways are than white one. noise. <laughs> anyway, speaking of white noise, the sound of a baseball bat cracking against a ball. Isn't that what American summers are all about? Ball bait. Ball bait. Unfortunately, there hasn't been so many baseball bats hitting baseballs because there has been four no hitters already in Major League Baseball. This is, puts it on trend to be the most amount of no hitters in the history of the game for one season. I think it was 1917. I say I think I think that I know this because it was on ESPN. 1917 was the only year that had more no hitters up to this point, I believe. So anyway, let's just play a montage of the four pitchers that are celebrating unbelievable, like having a note. So much very, fun. So what much a fun, fun week in baseball. Damn near perfect games. So close to being perfect games, but they're perfect games for a reason. They are freaking almost impossible, which is why almost no one gets them. And so, you know, baseball, I have been, I love baseball live. We're going to get our Dodger dogs. Have you had it? Have you been to a Dodger game yet? No, but I was reading about <gasps> Dodger dogs and they changed the recipe. What, they're what not using no. they, they they were using a guy like Farmer John, yeah, or something like that. But then they yeah. changed it. Hmm. Maybe they went to Pink's. I don't know. Ugh. I have to look this up. I'm gonna do some research. Do Pink's some research hot dogs. Yeah, they're good, huh? I mean, they're like uh look. They're no. I'll try it. I mean, they're they're not great, but it's, it's fun. It's fun to go. Funny name to think about pinks and hot dogs. Sometimes you might think about procreation. Let's play the sound here. Let's play the clip of the four Major League Baseball pitchers celebrating and pitching the final pitch of their no-hitters. Ground ball to shortstop. Kim will go to first. The San Diego Padres get their first no-hitter in the history of the franchise. And it belongs to San Diego's own Joe Musgrove, sending the Friar faithful into a frenzy. To third, Moncada. Carlos Rodon has thrown a no-hitter. After everything he's been through. First pitch swinging, line drive, he's done it. John Means has no-hit. The Mariners and the Orioles mob him. The first no-hitter for the Orioles in 30 years. Ground ball, former wizardry from Wade Miley, a no-hitter in baseball history. All right, there it was. So much fun. So much fun. We're going to games. We go to games, and I cannot wait to go to games. Watching baseball live is one of my favorite things to do. Watching it on TV is not necessarily my favorite thing to do, but I have been doing it, and I've been cheering. And what's so funny, being out in California now, obviously it's Dodgers country and Angels. 
New York is so different with baseball. Mm-hmm. Like the Mets and Yankees are so in New oh. York City. And maybe I just haven't been out. I probably haven't been out enough yet in L.A. I've seen some Dodger fandom. I mean, you moved here during a pandemic, so understandable. <laughs> turns out it was here, too. You can't. It turns it's out. Not, yeah, it turns out it was here, too. Oh, well. But we'll see what happens. I'm excited for baseball. And, of course, we're only three months away from football. I didn't even talk about this. We'll talk about this on uh, this next week's episode. We'll talk about Aaron Rodgers and what's going on with the Green Bay Packers. Because I'm just waiting. It's possible they just sign a contract and everything is going to be totally fine. Or it's possible that he never wears the green and they want to call it gold, but it is yellow. It's it's definitely it's mustard yellow. Yeah, but they say green and gold just because he has green and mustard. He might never wear it again. Oh, I can't tell you how sensitive I was when I had that news broke. I I was like, I really, it hurt me. It hurt me. Anyway, we'll be back next week. Thank you all so much for listening. I will say this hot dog situation is, is a lot. It's a big investigation. Did you just search? On. Did yeah. you search it? The Dodger dog, it's, it's totally done. It's a whole done. thing. It has nothing to do with pinks. I was guessing and talking out of my ass. <laughs> is it a foot long? Uh, it's the original. It's, it's Yes. Like an eight-incher. Oh, wow. And Farmer John owns the uh, – Dodgers hold the trademark for Dodger dogs. Uh, so Farmer John's can no longer continue – because they would package them. You could buy them at a, at a grocery store here in L.A. So you can just buy oh, them. Oh, what? Uh, but it's a whole th- – there's a – They better make up. It's a whole Whatever thing. the problem is, get in the boardroom and figure it out, guys. I mean, yeah. seriously, what the hell's wrong with you? You can't figure this out? Yeah. Come on, guys. All right. I want my Dodger dogs. Katie said it. She Ralph's. wants her Dodger dogs. I love it. All right, everyone. Thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. We will talk to you soon. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.